I was in the house and I had this sinking feeling like I needed to leave and um, and I felt like I've never like felt that way unless like something seriously wrong has happened and I had I just like grabbed my, I felt like I shouldn't have said it I, I shouldn't say anything so I just grabbed all my stuff and I left I made sure all the lights were off and especially the outside lights I made sure that they were off and I because I had to use my flashlight because I couldn't see where I was going and then when I came back the next day, the lights were on again outside and the switch was completely flicked up like they had been turned on. And I was so freaked out that I called um, my friend's dad and asked if there's anybody else with a key to the house. And he said, no, they're the only, that there's only two sets of keys that I have and they have and they're out of state. something strange going on in my neighborhood. So who are you going to call? I guess Tammy from Holly Weird Paranormal. Join me on my fourth installment of our mini-series Chasing Ghosts as I respond to a private residence here in my little neighborhood, also known as The Pocket. You remember The Pocket, right? I talked a little bit about it in our LAPD Museum investigation episode. It's filled with cute little houses, warm neighbors, and their amazing pets. And it seems like a few ghosts tend to be inhabiting it. Join me and my neighbors and friends, Sam and Gina, along with our Hollyweird psychic, Rissa, as we try to piece this paranormal puzzle together of what's going on in this private residence. Could it be attached to the home? Or could it be something that has been misplaced in the neighborhood? Well, you got to tune in to find out as we continue with our mini-series, Chasing Ghosts. The following episode was recorded on September 5th of 2021, and during the recording of this episode, we conducted a few interviews inside a home that had a few dogs, so please pardon any sound pollutions, barking, scratching, and the rattling of collars and tags while we were recording in real time. Now, with that said, let's get Hollyweird. Welcome to our little mini-series called Chasing Ghosts, where you get to tag along with me during my paranormal investigations. Recently, I've been contacted by individuals in and around the Los Angeles area who claim that their homes are haunted. Join me as I travel to their homes to conduct interviews, walkthroughs, and finally, a paranormal investigation. At times, I bring a fellow paranormal investigator with me, along with our Hollyweird psychic, to help find answers as to what or whom is the cause of what goes bump in the night in these clients' homes. Speaking of homes, one afternoon as I just returned from a long walk with my dog, Mia, through our neighborhood, The Pocket, I started to receive several text messages, one after the other. 
I thought one of my friends was having an emergency, so I decided to open my phone. They were all from my neighbor and friend from down the street, Gina. Here's what the text messages read. You have to call me. Please call me. Guess what? There's a ghost down the street. Sam, her daughter, heard voices when she was pet sitting and house sitting. You have to call me. She is telling me that she felt as though people were in the house with her, except that they weren't. And then she finally saw someone who appeared and then disappeared right in front of her. It's Sunday and it's September 5th and the time is exactly 5, 10 p.m. I'm heading out the door with my dog Mia as we are approaching Gina's house. Per Gina's request, she wanted me to bring Mia because she has a little pit bull by the name of Joey who absolutely adores her. We finally make our way to her driveway and up the porch and waiting by the door is Joey the pit bull, excitedly wagging his tail as he's awaiting Mia's arrival. There next to Joey is Sam, Gina's daughter who just graduated from high school. I'm sure you probably remember Sam. She was part of episode two of Chasing Ghosts at the David Omen house. She was there in attendance during an investigation with myself and her then boyfriend. And things were definitely active that night. And that's the thing I'm always so curious and questioning about Sam. Could she be attracted to that energy or could that energy be attracted to her? Now at this time, Sam was house and pet sitting at the house of her best friend who was currently out of town with her family at a wedding. And Sam had a very unusual experience the night before that she'll explain in this interview. I was staying in um, the house like by myself and I was on a call with a couple of friends, but I kept feeling like there was like, like just like something else there. Um, but not in the day. The day it was like pretty normal. I felt fine. But then um, at, at night, I started to get a really weird feeling. Um, and I felt like there, like there was just like something with me. And I kept kind of seeing, like seeing things and feeling things like behind me or like around the corner in the hallway. And then um, it felt like things were following me around room to room. And I was on FaceTime with my friends and I could in the hallway they really like to hang out in. Um, they don't like the, the like stage room. I feel like they used to like it, um, but they've painted it all white and before it used to be like a dark purple and there used to be curtains, but there's this closet that's like, you have to push it to make it open. And, um, and every time I'd come home, it would always be open. Um, and like, I would, I would push on it. You have to like actually really push on it to get it to open. And, uh, and then the, I also think they like uh, her dad's office because it's really dark and there's a lot of curtains in there. And um, nothing really about the kitchen said anything to me, but it was really much like the living room, the hallway, the stage room, and then their, her parents' room. Um, there was like a lot going on. Um, I was outside on the phone and uh, I had been out there for a couple of minutes and I saw something behind me in the window and I looked and there was nothing there. But then my But then as soon as I tried to tell my friends my uh, internet cut out and then it hung up the call. And, um, and then I like, I called them back and, um, but a couple days before that, I was in the house and 
I had this sinking feeling like I needed to leave and um, and I felt like I've never like felt that way unless like something seriously wrong has happened and I had I just like grabbed my, I felt like I shouldn't have said it I, I shouldn't say anything so I just grabbed all my stuff and I left I made sure all the lights were off and especially the outside lights I made sure that they were off and I because I had to use my flashlight because I couldn't see where I was going and then when I came back the next day, the lights were on again outside and the switch was completely flicked up like they had been turned on. And I was so freaked out that I called um, my friend's dad and asked if there's anybody else with a key to the house. And he said, no, they're the only that there's only two sets of keys that I have and they have and they're out of state. So uh, the light like must have flicked on or something. And there's also like a lot of like creaks and stuff in there. But mostly I could just like feel things and kind of see things in the hallway happening. I could, I always felt like there was something in that hallway, but I didn't say anything. Always I, in the hallway. But I didn't ever say anything because I was like, also I didn't like really understand ghosts at that time. So I was like, oh, it's just my mind. But it's always been that hallway there. Now you say, you say they, is there more than one? Or can you pinpoint if it's a specific type of uh, person, like a man or a woman or maybe a child or someone in their teens or early ages i think that there's a i think that there's a man i i because there's definitely it's like definitely a grown person um that was like kind of following me around i couldn't really tell but there's definitely one that was there's one that was following me there's one in the hallway that was small and then but i don't think it was like a kid there was one in the hallway one following me um and I think there's another one that was just minding its business. So there's more than one. Yeah, I think there's three. It's pretty amazing. I'm listening to you right now talk about what you felt. And it's whenever I'm interviewing psychics and when they mm. do a walkthrough, they always come up with the term or the phrase of, oh, I sense this. Mm -hmm. the, they like to hang out or he or she yeah. likes to hang out in the hallway or specific areas of this, you know, structure. Mm -hmm. And then for you, it's like you felt hey, they like to hang out here in this room and that room. Mm -hmm. And it just came out of nowhere in my mind. Yeah. Um, you are house-sitting, and you've also are very good friends with the daughter of this family. Mm -hmm. You've known her for such a long time. Since they were babies. Since they were babies. They have been in this house for, I think, several decades, right? Yeah, They've since been before she was born, and she's 17. Now, you contacted the family in regards to this activity, um, have they mentioned to you anything that they felt or seen in the house too? Um, okay, so the daughter said that uh, right before any of this happened, she showed me a picture of her just in her room and you can see a face in the background, which I can show to you. And, um, and normally when she talks about like spirits and stuff, she kind of just like, oh, it's interesting. But this time she's actually like really freaked out. And she, she's like, she actually thinks that there is something there. David said that. No, no, no. That, no, she, he, he was making fun of us. <laughs> yeah, he was. Tess told me he was making fun of us. But um, her mom uh, has... A, I didn't know this, but she, her mom told my mom before that the house was haunted, which I never knew. I never knew that the house was haunted. I But there's always been a weird vibe in their house, but I just thought it was me or just like the fact that I was in a different house. But... Um, now, after being there for a while and after seeing that picture, it's d I definitely think that there's... Oh, totally haunted. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, 
the dad did say, yeah, I know we have a creepy house. But he's, yeah, but he was making fun of us. He said in earnest. No, I think he No, he wasn't. No, te- he te- I heard him on the phone. Tess was like, no, he doesn't believe in that stuff. He was, like, he was just joking. He was making fun of us. It's so obvious. So the father and Tess are skeptics, but Tess captured this image and... With time, she feels, no, I really think that there's something there, but she doesn't want to bring herself to say what she thinks it is. Um, And the mom has definitely sensed and most likely heard and seen some things as well. Is that right? Uh, I don't know. She hasn't really talked about it to us, but my mom told me that that's what she said before. But this is the photo where you can but see But their, their light switches are, like, down here. All right, let's look at this picture real quickly. That's the photo she sent me that she's, like, freaking out. Oh, wow. Oh, shut up. Oh, wow, you could definitely see something right here. It looks like there's a mouth, a nose, and, like, two eye mm-hmm. sockets. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. so crazy. That's so bizarre. Mm-hmm. That's so bizarre. What was she doing in this picture? She was just sending a Snapchat photo to her friend and then she saw it in the background. Oh my God. So she, that, that's the circle, but I have the photo without the circle too. Okay. And she, she sent it to me multiple times because of the fact that she was so creeped out by it. Yeah, it definitely looks like, uh, like a manifestation. Yeah. You could tell like on the left side, like mm-hmm. she, it, it, it's, it's, she's in complete darkness and there's this like red light right there, but. It looks like a dude. It does. It looks like a man. Mm-hmm. The picture of Tess with this said image is definitely very unexplainable yet questionable. Tess is sitting in darkness in her room with the only source of light that is her Himalayan salt lamp, which explains the red glow. Now, every night before she goes to bed or every other night, she always jumps on her Snapchat app with her group of friends and they send each other pictures and video chats and for some of you guys who are not too familiar with the snapchat app um, it's a social media messaging app that allows you to send pictures and messages that are only available for a short time before they become inaccessible to the recipient and the funniest thing actually the irony of this app is the picture of it The picture on the app is of an emoji ghost, which I found quite humorous and relatable to this entire story. You can find Tessa's image or her picture on our Instagram that we posted just so you can give us your opinion on it. She's sitting in darkness in her room. She has what looks like a sleeping mask on her forehead and she's making a funny face. But there's this strange anomaly that is forming right above her on the left side of the frame of this image. And if you zoom in closely, you can make out eyes, a mouth, and a nose, which looks really strange. She sent many of these types of pics to her friends and never once have she captured anything like that in frame. We waited around a little longer until it got dark, until we finally jumped into Gina's car and headed on over to Tessa's house. Sam wanted to wait till it got dark because she mentioned that the energy in the house was different and it shifted once it got darker. I then interview Gina as we drive to Tessa's house. Gina, what have you experienced or have felt in the house ever since you've, you know, became friends with Jody? And you've been friends with her for a very long time, right? I've been friends with Jody for uh, 17 years. And, and her uh, and her husband, and 
I've always felt creeped out in that hallway. The hallway is the thing that creeps me out the most. And um, it's always been there. And that's funny because even Sam mentioned the hallway. No, I've always felt the hallway, but I never said anything because I mm-hmm. didn't want to freak everybody else out. And they live there and they're fine. Everything's good. But then I hear that ghosts try to pick on certain people. Just a short trip to Tessa's house. We finally arrive. I have passed by her house so many times each day during my walks with Mia. I never thought that I would come in and investigate inside her house. It's always been a bit of a mystery because it's a bit hidden and sequestered by this ivy fence. I wonder if Bacchus has seen has seen anything. Like I wonder if he like start like sits and stares at something that is not supposed to be there or. Bacchus is the family's 200-pound borble who is seven years old and is a gentle giant. He immediately greets us at the door. We soon walk into the hallway, and Sam points out the lights. It was these lights that were on this switch. Okay. Right there, do you see right out there? Yeah. Those. So those lights outside, you had turned off, right? Yeah, I, I turned them off, and then... Um... Oh, the, it's... Oh, okay. It's from there. I just want to make sure. Okay, so I felt air. There's just a vent. That's Bacchus. Think of Bacchus. He's so beautiful. Hi, Bacchus. This is Bacchus. Is there a cat in here? Yeah. Okay. What color is the cat? Yeah, she's black. Okay, I just saw a tail. All right, yeah. I want to make sure. I begin to follow Sam around the house as she kind of gives me a little tour and lay of the land. I soon approach the parents' bedroom where Sam has claimed that there's some sort of weird energy in there. Now, the strangest thing while going over this recording is the EVP that I may have captured, and it's right here. Also, they have a TV. Mm-hmm. I'll play it one more time, but I don't know if it's responding to the question of the TV, but here it is again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this is... Now here, I don't know if I collected a whisper, but it sounds like there's someone whispering in this clip. I definitely may have captured an EVP considering what I felt to follow that EVP. And this is something I didn't hear in real time, but certainly what I felt in real time. I mean, there is a sense of uneasiness that I'm feeling in this hallway. It's this hallway? Yeah. And this hallway both. Like this hallway and the room in, with the wigs in the back that Bacchus was in. That's, yeah, yeah, totally. So that, oh, that's the room. It gets weird. Yeah, see, this is the closet where you feel like, it, And it stage. doesn't open. It stays like this. But when you, like, when you open it, it doesn't do that. There used to be a huge stage back here. They just redid it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I was sitting here until it got dark, like around this time. I was just sitting here. And, um, and then I'd see things right here. They like that area right here. And then um, I saw something right here when I was sitting there. 
Okay, so sitting here in the what do you call this area? Like the it's the office. It's the office, and there's a window by the doorway. So you've seen something kind of like poking. Like, is it like a head or a torso? Standing like here. Okay. Interesting. And this one is the door that you're seeing the closet that it's hard to open. You have to really push it in order for it to open. Open all the way like that whenever I come in. And it would be open like this. And that's something that you just noticed when you would come in. It would be all the way open. Okay. Is it possible for you to come in from the door again? I just want to see if there's anything that's maybe, you know, causing it to open. I just want to see just to try to debunk. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The thing is, is that her cat will sometimes okay. like do that, but she can't push it open. No, you need force. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm pushing it with See, the one thing is, quite I, a bit of force. Like you have, yeah, I mean, look, like I'm, yeah, it's not open yeah so that takes some muscle right there. The thing that freaked me out was this door was all the way open last time I came in and it was closed, but I think that was the cat because she opens the door sometimes. Okay. So that's something that I freaked Can you feel the word vibe in here? I want to see that back room again with uh, with the wig. So whose room is this right here? That's the office. Okay. The other office. There's two of them. This one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, when I came in here, I immediately had to... I think there's one here. This is the one that likes to hide mm-hmm. and doesn't like coming out. And then there's one that follows me. I think, that I think that's the one that... Uh, like that goes. Oh. I think there's one here that I like doesn't come out and then there's one that follows me around and then there's one in that i think they're more timid when we're all here yeah i yeah exactly but also it's daytime when she was here by herself they were all over the place when she was here with her friend they weren't doing that right i was on the phone with my friends and i was verbally going like i was like get away like leave me alone like i I don't want to deal with this right now because there were there was one following me around that i could feel when you came with your friend, was it during the day or during the nighttime? During the day and night. How was it compared from one from day to night when um, you were with her? It was definitely different. Okay. I still felt something, but I didn't want to say anything because I didn't want to figure out. Mm-hmm. Um, like, even she kept telling me, she was like, this house is, like, really weird. I'm getting, like, a weird vibe. And she's not, like... She's not into the woo-woo or anything. No, she was And just, you didn't mention anything to her, too, about what you felt or have no, experienced. Okay. When we came in, she was freaked out to come inside because of the fact that I said that the light was off when I left last time. Okay. All right. Like, I had to leave in the middle of the night because it was freaking me out so badly. I'm really curious to know uh, Tess's and Jody's experience, like their own personal experiences in here. I think that Jody... This is very intuitive. Mm-hmm. Tess is like, I don't want to deal with it. Yeah, exactly. She's more closed off. Yeah. She's just like, doesn't want to deal with it. Yeah. I feel it. I totally feel it. Like, I feel it so much. Like, I'm not sitting here about myself. Fuck no. Mm-hmm. Like you said, the, the ghosts come out mm-hmm. and they they just fuck with the people that are don't live here. Like, I mean, uh, David is like this macho fucking dude. He's... Like, I would feel safe if David was here. So, oh, do we have to wait until it's totally dark? Do you, yeah, I'm waiting until it's totally dark. Well, right now it's uh, 7.15. So what I could do is possibly start putting things around. Yeah. Okay. 
I'm going to pause right here because it seemed like I captured something else once again. I don't know if this is a response to me setting up my equipment, but it's for you to decide and let me know your thoughts. And see what's going on. I begin to set up my equipment along the hallway. I have one K2 and an EDI set up in that hotspot. And I grab my secondary K2 to do a walkthrough throughout the location, just to pinpoint certain areas that might have false positives, maybe even hot spots, and or even wiring. As I'm preparing, we get a FaceTime call from Tess. And this was my opportunity to finally get her to interview. Um, so Tess, can you, you know, just explain to me um, when your family moved here and when you started noticing weird things until you finally realized that these things can't be explained? Oh, so we, my parents have been at the house like for 20 years and um, I didn't notice until a couple days ago when I was sending Snapchats to my friend and I saw faces <laughs> in the background freaked me out I was like why is there faces and I thought I was tired and then I sent it to my friends going like hey am I just nuts is there something there and my friends were like no there's something there I'm seeing something there and so I was just kind of like yeah there's nothing I, that can be explained until Sam started telling me I was like yep nope <laughs> <laughs> when you um took these uh these Snapchats and these pictures or these selfies, have you ever noticed anything like that before in the same no. space, in the same area? But this was like the first time you noticed that. Oh, this was the first time. All the other times I just see darkness and it's just me with my salt lamp mm -hmm. and I'm just making weird faces. Yes. Okay. Has your parents noticed anything out of the ordinary? Uh, not that I know of. Okay. Um, your mom doesn't experience anything. She got I haven't asked her. Okay. I haven't asked her. All right. And there's been no other stories or weird happenings before. No, this is the first time it's happened. Okay. The test. You know, there'll be containers that go missing, but we find them eventually. Right. <laughs> the test. I've always felt a weird feeling in here. Not, not in the whole house, just in the hallway. Yeah. I've never liked standing in the hallway. That thing, I, I hate it. Why do you hate it? So I don't like being in there in the dark. It's so weird. And I, and that painting always gives me a weird vibe sometimes. What painting? There's a painting? I, uh, there's a painting in the living room. I had a nightmare about it that my dog died right next to it. Oh, God. That's gross. Um, anything to do with the picture? Was it something that your mom or someone painted or you guys bought or did it uh, No, it's something my dad bought. Oh, your dad bought it. Okay. Yeah. So curious to know, like, more of the background of it and stuff. If you... Yeah, I've known nothing. Okay. All right, well, thank you. Yeah, of course. I got to get ready for bed. I got to take off this makeup. <laughs> it looks good. I continue to do my walkthrough throughout the living room and the den and the kitchen, along with the back room area, and then finally in the parents' room in the hallway. I had my K2 with me and my recorder. Just keep in mind that in the background, you might hear Gina talk, along with Sam, but there were a couple of little surprises that I captured during my EVP sessions in the hot spots or the room where Sam felt the most activity. My name is Tammy and I'm here on behalf of Sam. And I mean no harm and disrespect if whatever's here would like to make communication. The device I have in my hand is also a recorder. You can speak into it 
and let me know if you're here. You can show yourself to me, but at the same time, I ask that you don't touch me and you don't follow me home. So while going over this audio, it sounded like something was responding to me by saying magic. This was recorded in the study where Sam thinks that there is a shy entity. Here it is again. I then lead my way to the kitchen that led to the back den. Now, as I was approaching the den, I just felt like something or someone was watching me. And then going through the audio, I just collected this and it sounds like a raspy voice. But as it's responding again, it says, I like the mom or I like your mom. I don't know if it's referring to Sam's mom, Gina, but you decide. This voice sounded too deep and a little too raspy. And it's also, it also sounds like it has an accent. And I could tell and differentiate that voice from Gina's voice. And that certainly wasn't Gina's voice. Let me play it back one more time for you. I continued to do my walkthrough throughout the rest of the house and noticed there was more wiring as to why my K2 was going off, so that was debunked. I felt a slight head pressure in the hallway, especially when I entered the house for the first time. But keep note of that voice because I seem to have picked up the same voice eventually while we were trying to do another session with the K2. But then Sam points out something that she captured in the hallway that had a reaction. Um, hasn't said anything so far. I only picked up wiring in a couple of areas. Mm-hmm. And um, especially in that room, I just captured like a lot of loose creaks and stuff. But that's due yeah. to the flooring. Yeah. This is right where I got my bad feeling when I was walking past here. It's kind of weird right there. Okay, what was there? I just saw like a... See, I, don't, like, I saw like a kind of like a movement on the wall of shadows if that makes does that make sense like do you see how the shadows are kind of like uneven and yeah it looks blotchy i saw like kind of like a movement there and i was just about to say there's something there and it, and it went up a little bit i, I oh, do wow. trust her i do trust her oh yeah absolutely but yeah. that's good that's a good eye i was trying to get one of my other devices and you caught that that's really good we could do a session to see if they're here i mean we're just getting warmed up right now but sam is noticing like there's some movement right here and it and it caused, yeah, that uh, that device to blink. You see how, yeah. What did you see, Samantha? Oh, it's when she moves. The, wait, move forward. Move back. Move forward again. Mm-hmm. Or it could be that, you know, something is right there. There it goes. Mm-hmm. It could be that something is... I wasn't even anywhere near No, there. no, we know. But we, it's good that we couldn't debunk it right now, you know? Mm-hmm. If it if it was you... No, it wasn't me. She said... No, yeah. but I'm saying that we just want to see, like, maybe yeah. possibly maybe it's caused by the it, movie. Yeah, somehow. it's always good to see, like, oh, is there a possible cause other than something in the other world? No, I was, like, all the way back here. No, no, I know, but just now you, like, move forward and it blinked, but then you kept moving backwards and forwards and what is it doing? Yeah, I have the EDI setting. It's already at 77.3. The AC is on, so that's why it's cold about one set of... Oh, that's... Is that dogs in the background? Yeah. Yeah. So it's only... Hold it down by one meter right there.
it seemed like I captured that same voice from before responding to us right before I was about to start our session with the K2. But here it is once more. It does sound like this raspy old man or woman. But you guys can tell me your opinion. Here it is again. If uh, if there's more than one. Oh, okay. What did it, did it blink? Yeah. yeah, it blinked a little bit. Can you make it blink again? There's a setting there that's a yellow setting on that device in the hallway. Can you make it go to yellow? Were you the one trying to follow me around the other day? Do you think we're too intimidating because there's three of us here? It could be. Could we say something nice to them? So they... Yeah, we could start talking. Have you been here since the 40s or the 50s? Are you confused as to what's going on? We just want to talk. We just want to get to know you. Obviously, you wanted to get to know Sam when she's by herself here. We continue on with the K2 session for another 15 minutes with no success. We had a couple of blinks here and there, but nothing consistent. Then it was finally time to get our psychic on FaceTime, Rissa. You may have remembered her from the haunted Hollywood apartments and the Omen house. And this time she was going to help us with this private residence. Now, please keep in mind that Rissa didn't want to know anything about this house, nor what Sam went through. And to me, that is a really good sign of a really good psychic. The only information that I had given her was letting her know that this house was located in Valley Village and that my friend Sam had a very unusual experience. And what she was able to pick up throughout this virtual walkthrough and reading of this location was pretty astonishing. So let's move forward with Rissa's readings. Hi. Hey, thank you so much for doing this for us. This is, I, I don't know if you remember, if you remember Sam. Hi. Um, so, I saw someone, I think, uh, like a kid. It was like, for some reason, okay, this is weird. For some reason, I like sense a shadow standing right there in front of me. But then I also heard someone say a rat. Um, did something happen to like, I said, do you know if something happened in, like, the 1960s or, like, 1965? Well, we cannot tell you that. I, I'm not sure what happened here. And, we don't know. Yeah. The neighborhood <laughs> has been here since, I want to say, the mid to late 40s. Um, I feel like there was someone who was, like, in an abusive situation. The what? And, Yeah. There's, like, someone who was possibly, like, in an abusive situation, um, and I don't know if the energy that's there, like, witnessed that. Like, they witnessed a lot of violence. Okay. And I heard someone say, I'm scared to go home. I'm scared to go home? Oh. I heard someone say that, yeah. Um, Marissa, let's go ahead and do a walkthrough. There's, like, three to five energies, but they're, like, very dispersed. Is there, like, a... Uh, would it be considered a closet, like a some sort of like little closet or area 
that you like keep things in. That's, oh like, my god, you said that, yeah. This thing right here, it kept open. Every time I'd come back, it was open like this. And mm -hmm. you keep, like, to open it, you have to push on it. With great force. And it doesn't open by itself. There's, um, like so we tried the yeah, there's, like, a opening. kid that plays in that closet. There's a I, kid that <laughs> plays in this closet, is what she's saying. Yeah. Cute. There's a bunch of, like, toys and, like, kids' clothes in there. The tiara. Someone likes the tiara. Mm. Someone asked if you could grab the tiara. Where were they, like, it kept? Could you put it near the device if possible? Yes. Stay back. There's okay. I also heard someone say, I've never seen a black princess before. Oh, I've never seen a black princess? Is there a princess on that tiara? Yeah, there's, yeah, it's Tiana. Oh, you, and, and just an FYI, guys, like. Oh, look, it's going down. Marissa can't see what is on that tiara. Like I yeah. was even looking at it through the FaceTime with her. She couldn't even I couldn't even see the picture of of the princess on there. So that's really cool that you caught that. Um okay, so we had just placed the tiara on the device or next to it. I'm getting yeah. chills right now. I, too. No, I got chills when I when I when That is amazing that you captured that because that is something that we you just told me before the walkthrough before we contacted Marissa. All right. Where's the, where's the cat right now? Where's the who? The cat. I think they're in this one. Oh, right there. Oh, she's in the closet. Did you open that touchdown? I didn't open that. You did. The cat went that way. Someone was by the cat. Or was right. by the cat. So someone was by the cat, and we just noticed that this door was open. Also look, at like that, look at that. Look at that. Look at that. Well, it's because of the FaceTime. Oh, okay. Yeah, it wasn't closed all the way. If you open it, it'll, like, slide open. Okay. Do you have, like, ring, um, something about ringing? Do you have, like, a bell or something? A bell? I think they... Yeah, like, might have a, a bell, bell or, like, wind chimes or something. Wind chimes or a bell? Um, something that makes have... noise. Like a pinging sound. There's a pinging sound like a bell or, or chimes that makes noise. It could be my necklaces. Okay. Maybe that's why I was being followed around so much. Because, like, I was wearing all my jewelry and I was making a lot of noise. That's a possibility. Possibility. I heard someone say, my dad is there. My dad is there, is what Marissa picked up on. Yeah, there's, like, a little kid. And they're like, my dad is there. Do you my think... Dad? Me too. This is so weird. I don't know if someone was like a big fan of like Star Trek or Star Wars because I heard something about a wormhole. That's because she's nearby it. Okay, so there's a, someone who's possibly a fan of Star Wars or Star Trek, then they're talking about a wormhole. Okay. In the closet, there's a door. Which closet? The one that you have to push to open? Is there a gray closet? Gray, gray door somewhere? Yeah, in front of us right now. Here, can you open it? And look. Yeah, there's like an attic or something in there yeah, in the ceiling. That's definitely an attic. Someone's like knocking on it like they want to go up there. Oh, okay. Are there any dolls in the house? Um... 
I can check. There are the figurines on the piano. Yeah, there they. Yep, I want to see. Okay. <laughs> there are these little. So we have stuffed animals, and then we also have these little like porcelain dolls, uh, or not porcelain, but like these little figurines that look like little dolls. Right. There's something about the pink one. Someone said the pink, the dark pink, like peach pink one. That there's something about a dark pink one. Okay, and the number 10. Here, there's 10, 11, 12, 14 is a little lighter, but 10 is the darkest one that we have. And there's a ballerina one right here. Okay. Mm -hmm. Someone said, I look like that one. So they're talking about the dark pink one, I guess number 10. Mm -hmm. 10 or. Yeah, they said I look. Someone's like, I look like that one, and my sister looks. Is there a number twelve or no? Yeah. Someone said I look like that one, and my sister looks like number twelve. Oh wow! Show the pictures of Tess up there too. Yeah, this is all of Tess's stuff right here. So she, so you're saying that there's three to five. Do you feel like there's like a like a unit here together, like a family? I feel like it could be like siblings, and then. Like, possibly a father, but the father seems to be going in and out. Was there a fire in or near the house? Was there a fire in or near the house? I don't know. I don't believe so. Not that they know of. Because I heard someone say it wasn't an accident. It wasn't an accident? Like, someone talking about burning burning memories? Like, the fire pit? But nothing happened here. Nothing here. Okay. I heard something about burning memories. So, so far we've gotten, you've confirmed the closet and then the entrance to the closet and then the dolls um, that are here and a possibility that it could be siblings in a family. Um, So, all right, I'm going to have to pause it here because this actually gave me chills. I noticed during this portion of Rissa's readings, there is a slight interference in the very beginning of this portion. And then I captured, I, I captured something I can't explain. Maybe it is explainable. It sounds like someone was interfering by saying I need help. I just found it to be a strange coincidence that this came up right after she mentioned the fire, but here it is again. Um, That certainly sounds strange, and it literally does sound like it's saying, or someone is saying, I need help. But it could be due to interference, who knows, could be explainable. Now let's continue with Rissa's readings. Yeah, someone's talking about a wedding, and it was supposed to be, like, I guess around Christmas time. Like, someone was obsessed with, like, the idea of a Christmas wedding. Okay, so Tess was supposed to go to a a wedding in last September, um, and she just left, and that's why she's not here. That's why I'm in her room. They're at a wedding right now. Yeah, they're at a wedding. It was today, but, like, they they left for the wedding. Um. That's the reason why I'm here, because I'm watching their house while they're at the wedding. I'm going to take you to another location right here, Marissa. 
Okay. This is another hot spot. Does someone do candle magic? I heard someone, someone's like very in love with like makeup in the theater. Tess says, yes. No, their entire family, basically. Yeah. Really? Okay. But yeah, uh, candles, candle magic or something like that. Does, do you and Tess do anything in terms of like lighting candles, specific colors of I candles? Do, okay. But I'm, I haven't done it here. But Tess has, like, incense with this about it. Okay. Like, light candles. All right. I just saw something, like, fly from the door, and it, like, went past the first bookcase into the other bookcase. Is there a second one? I think it's yeah, the other. Yeah, there's this one, and then there's this other one right here. Yeah. That's funny, because um, Sam mentioned that there is something here that likes to be in this location that you just pinpointed. Okay. Okay. Who? Someone lost their father. Who lost their father? No one. Okay. Has uh, Jody or David lost anyone in the family? Yeah, no one has lost anyone. No, they. I think that her dad lost his brother. Okay. Yeah, it's going up, but I think that's FaceTime. Yeah, I don't know why I hear something about a missing father. So there's a father that's been missing. Maybe. Like, either, like, father, but they say that he's, like, gone. Like, dead. Huh. I don't think it's anyone currently. I feel like it's past. Okay. Do you believe it could be tied to whatever's here that they lost someone and that someone is possibly in between in this location? Um, yeah, yeah, because I don't know. Someone said how, like, my spirit guide is kind of questioning how well they cleaned the house before they moved in. Ah, I see. All right. Let's walk a little more towards here. Actually, let's go... Let's go to this other hot spot right here. Okay. That thing didn't light up when you passed by it, but it was lighting up when you were in there. Okay. Yeah, so it gets light. Yeah, it's the FaceTime right here. Okay. Um, I'm going to take you right here. Ooh, is there a mirror in there? A mirror? Oh, oh, you know what? There's a broken mirror, and I faced it up because um, I didn't want anything. Okay, there is a broken one, and then there's this one right here. Oh, I don't like that broken one. Okay. I, no, I was on FaceTime with my friend yesterday, and she was saying that I needed to, to cover that. You got to get rid of that. Um, Yeah, someone's talking about the mirrors. I don't know. Oh, my God, I just saw someone walking in. There's someone following you guys. I'm telling and you, like, there's somebody who keeps following me around the house. There's someone following you guys, and they're making sure you're not, like, messing anything up. When I was here by myself at night, there, like, there was something following me around the entire house, and I kept telling it to leave me alone and just to, like, like, my, like just go away, like, because I wasn't doing anything. But it, it just kept, like, coming by to see what I was doing. And I thought it was trying to mess with me because I didn't know, but it was, like, coming in this room, going in Tessa's office. And that was, like, when it was dark. 
Yeah, because I heard someone say, don't touch anything, leave everything the way it is. Like, they're like a housekeeper, like a male housekeeper, kind of like finicky type being. And they're like, leave everything alone, don't touch anything. Interesting. Oh, that was Who are you talking to? Who are you talking to? Like, they're just like, <laughs> who are you talking to? Yeah, yeah they're like, who are you talking to? I was two people playing a game, and that's when I kept feeling it nearby me. Because I was talking. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. There we go. I heard someone say, we can talk about the children later. Oh, that's interesting. There's nothing. Okay, so there's nothing malice. They're just very nosy and... <laughs> and yeah, like very neurotic. <laughs> it seems like one is neurotic. <laughs> don't touch anything. Leave that alone. Yeah, you don't live here. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> um, do you think that they're connected mainly like to the first owners of this home? You think, or the first Ooh. to reside on this property? It's so weird. I heard something creepy. I heard someone say, like, you won't find them. Like, the. Do you. And do you think, like, they're all, like, are they connected to one another or the beings that are here? So here's the thing. I heard someone say, if you open that small door, if you could. I heard someone say, we've had people living up here for years. I heard someone say, we've had people visiting, like, spirits visiting. Mm hmm. I also heard someone say something about the yard. <clears throat> the yard. And, like, how there's things connected to it. I don't know if there were, like, train tracks there at one point or something. But, like, it was, like, a hot spot earlier in, like, the earlier decades. I feel like it was a hot spot for some reason in that area. Mm-hmm. feeling the pressure in my ears. Yeah. There's no railroad, but there is a freeway. There's a freeway, like, literally several blocks away. It's the 170. There was a farm. Okay. A farm? Down the street. Okay. How far? Yeah. In Morris house. You know Morris? Uh-huh. It, like, uh, yeah, it was her house. Oh, okay. That's why they have such a big house. Yeah, I keep hearing candles. Someone's talking about candles. So I don't, I see white candles, like the traditional white um candles and i see them in the windows okay hmm. i also heard sage lavender and thyme sage lavender and thyme i have all of those all right. yeah we're gonna go oh, wait, wait 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 i okay i have a spell jar that i'll carry around with me sometimes and it's white candle wax over thyme sage lavender bay leaf um and it's just like a protection, but I had it on I had it on the window seal for a little while, and then I had it next to the bed with me, and I either have it in my purse or I have it on my nightstand at home. Okay, um, there's someone who's like very, very like overbearing in this area. This one right here. Uh, bath in the room across from you. This one? one. Okay. Yeah. Let's turn on the light. Yeah, let's turn on the light here. Ooh, that's is there like a? I'll, I'll is there? A bed in there? Okay. I see someone was, like, hiding on the other side of the bed. They're like, don't film me, don't film me, don't film me. <laughs> like, they can't <laughs> say it over again. A lot of female energy. And, like, I feel like the the male energy that's present isn't so masculine, if that makes sense. That's what I was, that's literally, I was just thinking about that earlier. The, 
the because I when you were asking me if it was a male or a female that I felt like was was like following me and I I couldn't say it but I was like I think it's male but like I couldn't really tell because it it didn't feel like like it didn't feel either really yeah like the they don't yeah like even the men I was gonna say they're not really manly men they're men in tights yes um I heard something about that's interesting like some sort of is there like a singing icon on the wall such as like Julie Andrews or Madonna or someone like like I don't, these are such random but for some reason I heard something about like a singing icon on the wall and I, I heard singing icon I, I know Madonna is somewhere no never mind that's not my work I was okay thinking, I, I was recognizing a picture but that's not my work okay. and they have me keep drawing doors like, I keep drawing doors. I heard someone say, she's dead. And they said it just like that. Did you hear that? Mm-hmm. She, they said that she's dead. Yeah, um, so Tess has had nightmares about this painting. She really doesn't like it. Her father had purchased it many years ago. And we don't know from where, from whom, but Tess really dislikes this painting. That's of a dead girl. Do you think it's a post-mortem? Yeah, it makes me very uncomfortable. It makes me kind of sad. Like, yeah. I feel like I'm looking at someone in a casket, and I'm getting, like, chills up my legs. All right. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> she said, try doing the bathroom. Oh. Let me see. Hold on. Okay. Is there, like... Yeah, it's, it's just really low. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. This is the weirdest thing, too. The light switches are, like, barely at my, like, hip length right here. They're super low. Um, and... We have this bathroom. I don't know if you could read anything in terms of this bathroom here. Someone said, get out the shower. Someone said, get out of my kitchen. Don't touch anything. I went to the shower the other day, and I was going through the cupboards because they left chips from <laughs> <laughs> They're telling you, get out. <laughs> oh, also, I was looking for garbage bags today. I was opening up all the cupboards so because I was trying to find them, so that's maybe something else. Cool. Yeah, it's like they're, like I said, they're not they're not vicious or evil. They're just like annoyed. Oh, I see. Are they annoyed because Sam is here, or or is it just like are they just always like that, especially with the family that's here? I mean, it's like visitors. It's like we're not ready. Like I heard someone say, we're like not ready for visitors. Got you. <laughs> we felt that we're like maybe they're really shy. <laughs> Okay. I heard someone say, finally, someone who can talk to us. Oh, wow. And obviously, they're referring to you. All right, then. Is there anything else that they want us to know before we clo- um, come to an end with your uh, reading? Hold on. Wait a minute. They're just obsessed with, like, candles. And then I have the letters M, L, A, and R. Yeah, so I don't know what you can make with that. Okay. But- We'll make a note of that, but I, I can't make up anything. Uh, Sam is going to write it down. M-L-A-R. Yeah. <laughs> is there anything else they want us to know? Are they happy with whomever's living here? They don't care. They don't care? <laughs> yeah, they're just like, we're fine. Like It's normal. We know it's a house. We know the living is alive and you need a place to live. So we allow you to live with us. Maybe why they didn't—they don't bother them, but they are bothering me. You bo- they bother you because they're like, "Who the hell are you coming into this house? We don't know you." <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
it's like they were like they could have told us someone was coming got you is there something that um they want us to do before we leave no you're fine everything's fine i heard someone say if you don't mess with anything we won't mess with you of course as it should be we felt that we had a lot of success with rissa's readings and she was pretty spot on with a lot of the things that Sam had felt while house sitting. What really caught us off guard was the fact that she caught on that there was a hidden closet, a compartment with children's costumes and clothing. Then she picked up on the Princess Tiana tiara. I didn't even notice it when I first was looking around in that closet. Not to mention the closet in the hallway too that had that little attic entrance. The house is certainly a mystery, and I'm just so curious to learn more of its history. To know who lived there before, what families resided within those walls. After we got off the FaceTime with Rissa, Gina ended up going back home. Sam and I stayed behind to conduct one last experiment with inside the house, and we wanted to conduct the Estes Method. This was a method that I used in part two of the LAPD Museum Paranormal Investigation. And for some of you who are not too familiar with the Estes Method, this is a method that was conducted in Estes Park, Colorado, hence the name, the Estes Method. And it was documented by Connor Randall, Michelle Tate, and Carl Pfeiffer in 2016. Now, what do you need to conduct the Estes Method? Well, you definitely need a ghost box and you need a user to utilize that ghost box with no sensory input other than the auditory ghost box live feed. Now the user will have to wear a pair of noise canceling headphones plugged into the ghost box and they would also need to be blindfolded so there is also a third party investigator who would also ask the questions which means that the ghost box user is simply there to repeat verbally what they hear through the box alone in a loud audible fashion for the third party monitors and any other investigators in the room so the whole purpose is sensory deprivation and to eliminate a lot of bias. All right, it's about 9.29 and we're about to start the Estes method. I have the EDI and K2 on the mantle. Sam is sitting across from me. Sam, can you raise your right hand? Raise your right hand, cannot listen, cannot hear me, cannot see me. So she is blindfolded and has voice canceling headphones connected I to- I yeah, oh, well, now we're already getting something. It said Sam again. How many of you are there here? No. Do you know who Sam is? I think it's a spirit. Were you upset that we were here? Me, Sam, and Gina, and also Marissa? Shape, me. Illness? Storm. Have you been here since Me? the 60s? This house was built in the 60s. Were you the first to live in here? Are there two little girls here? That is the cat. Space. Well, are you in the room with us? Please. Are you standing right next to me? 
I feel like somebody's standing right next to me. Are you standing right next to me? Yes. It sounds like a lot of, like, yelling and, like, pleading almost. Go. Do you want to... Oh. Do you want to... Help us. In. Oh, I'm getting chills. It's a woman and a man. It's the same ones. Were you the ones talking to... Right here. You Hundreds. Guys... Mm. Of... I just got chills. Look for us. Please. Can you tap on the wall? Yes. Do it. Please. Tap on the wall. Roof. Small. Are there two of you guys in here with us? Right now, the cat is looking up in the ceiling. Please. Do you want me to ask more questions? Do you want me to ask questions in reference to the closet? Human that... blood. Did something what? happen in the attic? Amarissa pointed out an attic in the closet. Are you referencing um, something in the in the attic? I think it's a children. Stay. Would you like us to stay? Help us. Help you with what? What would you like us to help you with? What do you want us to know? They know. Who knows the what? family? What does the family know? Help. It keeps saying, help us, please. I can hear that. Do you feel like you're trapped here? Me. Right here. Who's here with us? Can you give us a name? Can you give us an age? Are you male or female? Better yet, why don't you do this? Can you give me a year? What year it is? Now. I know now, but can you give me a number? What Do you know what year it is? Film or film? In. Noting, light. Noting that that is the cat moving. Are you a man or are you a woman? Are you the one that likes to stand in the hallway and walk back and forth? Yes. How old are you? Please or we? Is there more than one that likes to walk back and Help forth? Help us. Attic. Is there something that happened in the attic of this house? That is the cat time. Marking that that is the cat making that Back. noise. Did something happen in this house in the 1960s? Did something happen in the attic? There's a yell. There's a lot of yelling. Sam, please. Stay. Are you in the closet? I noticed that the cat is very attracted to this closet. All of a sudden, are you in there? The cat? Yes. Spaniard? Do you want me to open up the closet? I'm gonna open. I think it just said they don't like us, but I'm not sure. Well, we just met. 
There's a woman who keeps yelling things, but I can't make out what she's saying. Are you the woman that doesn't want us to touch anything in this house? Yes. We continued on with the Estes Method experiment for another five minutes, but got a lot of unclear responses. And then we had a postmortem. Here's what Sam picked up. She's yelling a lot, and he... Oh, my God. Do you see that? So you're getting the sense that it was two people talking? No, I wasn't the sense. I could hear it. Like, you could hear it's a okay. woman. It's a woman, like, yelling, but I couldn't... There is a lot that I couldn't make out what she was saying or okay. what he was saying. That could have been Bacchus then. Okay. Yeah. We but, just debunked the footsteps for being Bacchus. But um, the woman was, like... The woman, like, was sounding like she needs help. It kept sounding like she was saying, please help, please help. But, like, kind of, like, I couldn't really make it out. It could have been something else. But she's yelling a lot, and he's, like, he's just talking normally. But he was yelling at first, I think. Um, but she's, like, yelling kind of, like, she, she sounds like she's just, like, pleading for something. Like, I can make out, like, parts, but I can't, like, I don't know what she's saying at all. Like, it just sounds like somebody, like, yelling things. Um, and then the man is like, it's just talking normally. Hmm. Mm. And then there was a more like neutral toned woman voice, but there are two different women. Okay. And this isn't just like, I sense it. This is like, I, I mean, you're hearing it. Okay. And and it wasn't like clear at first. It just was a bunch of like radio things. Um, but there was one where it was like very, very clearly it said, please help. Were those going off at all? Mm Mm-mm. But yeah. I did get some responses. I, I asked if there's a man here. It said yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I and I asked if there's someone here that keeps on walking up and down the hallway. And it said you replied yes. And then I asked, is there a woman here? And it replied yes as well. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of yeses. There's a lot of... There's something... I don't remember what it said. But it was something about like like up there or something. That, like there were parts that were very, very clear at, like in like one small point. Mm-hmm. I also felt a lot of cold on my left side. Um, yeah, I felt a lot of like coldness. I felt um, something over there. And, um, and something was like touching my hands when they were on my head. Like I, it was cold. Mm-hmm. There was certainly a change or shift in energy and the atmosphere, even the air, while we were conducting the Estes method. We ended up packing up and leaving the house around 11 o'clock. Sam continued to go back to the house the following day to feed Bacchus and to check on the surroundings. And she said that everything seemed to be normal, though she still senses that there is a presence there, especially the presence that likes to follow her around but it was a little more at ease. Tess and her family eventually come back from their trip a few days later. Sam informs them about what we found during our investigation versus readings and the Estes method. They're pretty interested in learning what we collected. However, David, Tess's dad, still left it off, but Tess did come to the conclusion that she now knows and believes that there is something there and she just continues to live with it. Just as long as it doesn't harm her and her family, she's okay. A week after Tess's investigation, I ran into my neighbor and friend, Sherry, whom you probably remembered from part two of the LAPD Museum investigation. Sherry has lived in the pocket since she was an infant. The house that she currently lives in is the house that she grew up in. We ended up sitting down in her front yard and I told her about everything that went on during that investigation. 
I wanted to get her opinion of what could have been happening in that house, since she too is a paranormal investigator. Her response was pretty interesting. She said, you know, a lot of stuff goes on in my house and it's pretty old. I know my mom is still there. It just has an energy. It has her energy. And you can imagine, you know, the families that lived in these little houses in this little neighborhood. And what energy is absorbed into the wood, into the carpet, into the walls there. There are a lot of houses here in this neighborhood. Houses that I was so used to seeing growing up that are now being torn down. They're being bought out by these contractors who drive in with their fancy cars, buy them, and then flip them. She points to the house next to her. This one right here was flipped two years ago, and I can tell you that the family has some strange going-ons there. I know that the old owner is not happy with the way that this house turned out. But it does make you wonder, after a structure that old is torn down, what happens to that energy? Does it stay or does it get discarded? Is it lost? Or maybe, just maybe, did it find its way to Tessa's house? And could it be that her house is a magnet? Are some of the ghosts that we're chasing lost? Or could it be that we're not just chasing ghosts, we're just actually learning to live with them? Or is it them that are learning to live with us? This has been our fourth installation of the miniseries Chasing Ghosts on Hollywood Paranormal Podcast. We want to say thank you so much for tuning in, but we also have a couple of thank yous to say. A big thank you to Sam and Gina for participating in this investigation, for reaching out. And of course, a big thank you to Tess and her family for giving us permission to investigate their home. Also, another huge thank you to our Holly Weird psychic, Rissa. Thank you so much for participating in this investigation and, of course, for your wonderful readings. If you're interested in booking an appointment or a tarot card reading with Rissa, you can do so by heading on over to her Instagram at Rissa's Readings. I've had readings done by her. She's amazing. She's great, guys, and she's really great with her response. So go and hit her up. If you love Hollywood Paranormal, then you can stalk us on our social media. You can find us at Hollywood Paranormal on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, and HWP Podcast on Twitter. Have a story that you're dying to share with us, especially for our Listener's Tales episode? Then send them on over to HollyWeirdParanormal at gmail.com can't get enough of Hollywood Paranormal, want to learn more about myself and Bryce, my co-host, then head on over to hollyweirdparanormal.com. That's our website. You can get caught up with past seasons and episodes. You can shop our merch store. You can read our bios and so much more. Speaking of Bryce, don't worry, guys. We're going to be hitting up with another episode on Halloween. You definitely do not want to miss it. It is going to be about haunted California schools and universities, and while researching them, there are a ton, some even built over graveyards or next door to them. So you can imagine the fear that will be instilled into Bryce's mind and voice. Yes, he is going to be a scared little girl for sure. 
All right, guys, if you love Hollywood Paranormal and you want to support us a little more, we do have a Patreon page, and that is at www.patreon.com forward slash Hollywood Paranormal. For as little as $1 or more a month, you can help support the podcast. You'll be given some goodies such as stickers, coasters, pins, and even keychains and so much more. You'll also be inducted into our secret podcast society of Saturday Night Ghost Club. So this is a really cool podcast where you get to listen to real ghost stories that we collect from people literally off the streets, our neighbors, our friends, our coworkers, even our hairstylists. They all have a story to tell and they're all pretty scary stories. Okay, if you want to support us even more, you can head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a really nice review. Leave us a five-star rating, and it really does help us little indie podcasters out. It helps us become a little more visible, of course. Okay, considering that this is being recorded on October 22nd, we want to wish you guys a safe and happy Halloween. And here's a little thing we wanted to throw out there. Um, We would love to see your costumes. So we want to see those post-Halloween costume pictures. And if you post them on Instagram, be sure to tag us. We would love to see what you guys dressed up as. Now, as always, guys, you know the deal. You know the drill. Stay healthy. Stay safe. And most of all, stay Hollyweird. And have a wonderful, happy Halloween. Stay safe, friends. Till next time. And enjoy the rest of Mr. No-Face.